Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee, as always. Jordan, the verified edition. The verified. Can verified, you believe that? Verified, baby. That's, Look at us go. That I got to say, before we get into the stuff that, you know, is not as important, we got to talk about Twitter. That's <laughs> I had no faith that I was going to be verified. And so much so that it said in the instructions, like, post an article in, like, the last six months, and then the first thing I posted was the Iron Bowl story, um, which yeah. was farther than six months ago yeah so did you do the three stories yes so i did it the lazy way and i was just like it was like just it was like you can post three clippings or a link to your website and i was like we'll just do the website and then after i did that i was kind of regretting it i was like "Ooh, i bet watch jordan get it and not me (laughs) i I did not think it was gonna happen but hey man now we're verified we're on there you know that means our opinions are correct so what's Um, the first verified hot take you're you're throwing out there oh i did i retweeted the mama g's thing that was that was pretty good that's pretty good <laughs> i was like i could brag about uh see like five years ago i'd have been so excited about being verified now i'm like oh this is a good excuse to stir up this pot again <laughs> i think mine i think what i'm gonna do is cook it and then go the bcs should come back they didn't they don't need to expand it they need to make it smaller like just do something that's like whoa whoa yeah, and yeah. then they take my verification away but. yeah they- <laughs> But, um, we're flirting with it right yeah, now. Yeah, flirting with disaster, folks. What's new? Um, but yeah, a lot to talk about on uh, this week's podcast. Let's just jump right into it. This is, as we've talked about in past podcasts, a very important time of year for Auburn football as far as recruiting. They got people coming in. And I thought there was a really good conversation I had uh, on the Chuck Oliver radio show today, just sort of talking about... Is Jordan, there, you've been going on different shows. I, You know, you just got to keep the keep it going, man. Uh, and I'm promoting, I'm promoting this podcast. Oh, okay. What do you think I'm doing? All right, you know, all right. It's like when uh, when someone goes on Fallon to promote that TV show that's going to get canceled yeah. in like six weeks. Yeah, know? what are they plugging? You know, I got to plug it. Yeah, um, right. But he talked about, you know, is there a reason for concern for Auburn? Should Auburn fans be worried? And I said no, and I thought there were some, some really good reasons why. So Auburn's got three commits right now. They got two local guys, and then they got the quarterback from Savannah. Um, three talented guys, but yeah. haven't picked up anything since then. How much quantity? Exactly. But uh, the thing that really I think people need to focus on is the fact that right now is the start of kids being able to go back on campus. You know, for the first time in 13 months. Sure. And the idea, and I've heard this, you know, talked about on other podcasts. Uh, I think it was Split Zone Duo. Shout out those guys. Um, sort of talked about the end of the dead period the fact that these kids have waited this long to commit why would you not just wait you know maybe another two or three weeks maybe a month sure go visit four or five schools schools you're interested in and then decide I mean you know when you look at it from the fact that they've had to wait and they haven't had you know in-person face-to-face contact with any of these coaches until now Mm -hmm. I understand why we're not seeing that many that many commits not only to Auburn but if you look compared to past years you kind of throw 2020 out there's really not been that many kids commit across the board because it's just been so different it's been so wonky and there's not super senior stuff might have to do with it probably too I mean that has to factor in because these coaches have to figure out well who's actually going to be here and what spots are going to be needed right Um, and then you look specifically at Auburn with a new head coach I mean you know he's just kind of getting his bearings with the rest of his staff as far as you know uh, local areas and and making those connections with coaches so I, I don't think there's really reason for concern the fact that they're still holding at those three commits I'm sure that they will add uh, more to they're it holding. I know as soon as I said that I really <laughs> sincerely did not mean that uh, but but it worked out maybe I should have just took credit for it um 
but I think they'll add to it, and I think that sure. there's really no reason for concern yet because this is such an abnormal recruiting period. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, what they do right now is going to be crucial, mm-hmm. but I don't think it comes down to you don't have any more commits and everybody should panic. If I had never visited any SEC school in the last year, I'd probably want to see them all. Yeah. It's only halfway through June. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. And then maybe maybe there's some kids who are kind of waiting on the portal to settle down. Because you look at, like, when Auburn added T.J. Finley, that's like adding a freshman if they want to play it that way. Yeah. Because he's a freshman with a COVID year. Yep. So, like, that's just a whole younger, you know, anyway. So, that's a whole other deal to it. That's a whole other, you know, part of the timeline. But, yeah, I think I think a lot of it is just, like, I don't blame them. Like, we need to see some more stuff because we haven't been able to look at anything for a year. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, there's only been, what are we, three weekends into June? Like, exactly. Take some time. And these kids have been keeping it busy. I know at least from the local guys. I mean, they've been, you know, I know Jarrell Stinson, who is an Auburn commit that we were talking about. Right. From Opelika. He was at Auburn one day, and then I think, like, maybe a day or two later, he was at Florida, and he's going to UCF. These UCF, kids are yeah. trying to make the most of this time to sure. go check out places. And to a point we made, I think that might have been last week, you know, the thing that Brian Harson and Bruce Pearl both stressed was getting kids on campus because, you know, that that's a big part of the allure of Auburn. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, that, that I think that's a big piece of that, too, as far as getting more commits. Some of these guys that may be interested, maybe they haven't had a chance to step on campus yet. So, you're looking at just it's just the local kids and Holden right yep, now, right? Jarrell, exactly. Powell, and then Holden. Wow. Well, but you know, I think you're right, though. No, no need to, no need to panic. No, no need to do anything like that. So. No, I think in due time you'll see them add more, more uh, commitments, and then you'll see, you know, sort of the ball rolling, um, going toward that 2022 class. Because like we've talked about, it's going to be a crucial class. Um, but I, at the same time, I don't think you panic in June because there's a lot of work. Uh, it's going to be done, and a lot more that can change between now and signing day. Just, just be holding tight. You know, Holding tight. If you're an Auburn it's fan. Good, it's a good strategy. We're going to go Maybe print out some t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holding tight. We, we love it, folks. We love the jokes. Again, again, like I told people on Twitter when I got verified, uh, the jokes aren't going away. So just, <laughs> just, get, just get over it. It's, it's, not, it's not going away. Nothing will change except, again, you know, we're objectively right because we have blue check marks. Obviously. That's just how it works. That's obvious. But other than that, it'll be the same. It's the same. Same story, different day. <laughs> Um, well, big change coming to college football, not this season, but uh, it seems like it'll be in 2022. Expansion of the playoffs. We're going For sure. from four teams to 12 teams, which Supposedly, Justin, yeah. Justin, i got to say, I was kind of surprised it jumped like it did. But some of the details. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of teams. Top four teams will get buys to start the playoff. Uh, the other eight teams will play each other with teams hosting that first round game you know the the lower seed will will be at home uh, mm-hmm. compared to the two then you'll go into the traditional bowl games for uh for the other games and then have the national championship sure um justin what were your thoughts on, on the news coming out again i was kind of surprised that it jumped to 12 um you know i think we were kind of expecting mm-hmm. you know maybe six for the play-in or whatever or possibly eight but uh getting a lot more teams involved and obviously that opens the door for for more teams and maybe a team like Auburn in one of these upcoming years to, to be able to sneak in as well those home site games are gonna be nuts the fact that the top four teams I think that's the biggest mistake is that oh they, they don't, don't get, get a home game they don't get a home game mm, I think that's a huge mistake I didn't think about that yeah that's mm. the one thing I think if I could put my finger on what I don't like sure dude can you imagine like Coastal Carolina at Notre Dame in like a five twelve. Like 
It'd be fun. I, I'm, it's not going to have any bearing on the national champion because the national champion's going to be Alabama, Oklahoma, or Clemson. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my thing is like – the, the saving grace is that, for me, is that the 14 playoff has not been good. No. And now it's ending. <laughs> yes. Rip. I don't care. Like, bye. That's the, that's the saving grace to me is like – like I mean, I think just go back to two or three. Like I kind of like the idea of three. Like somebody who has, somebody who's stellar gets one, and then you have a little play in. But yeah. whatever, fine. No group. I've put it on Twitter. No group. And you know now it's a verified. That's a verified tweet now. I mean, can't fact check it. That's no. how verified <laughs> tweets work. No, no group of no group of five teams ever going to win the national championship. You don't have resources. Maybe if you. You know, it's 11 on 11. The games are too long. You know, the better team usually wins. Or, you know, it, if unless it's really close. Yeah. The talent level. So, when there's a gap, there's just too much of a gap. And, uh, and when you, you know. look, too, with the playoff, you know, obviously you can get breaks and whatnot. But, you know, as good as some teams can be, if you just have one game where you can pull an upset, then, yeah, you know, maybe you have a chance. If you're going into a playoff. No one's going to make that run. That's yeah. what I'm saying. No. I, I don't think – I no. think you're making a good point there. Yeah. So, but whatever. It'll be fun, I guess. It'll be fun, I guess. Um, I'm sure there are people who are more educated about the FCS playoff who like it. So, mm. well, yeah, whatever. Two of the things that I'm really kind of drawn to, one, is this allows for, you know, not so much of the regional thing we've seen in – the, the 14 playoff, which sure. we're talking about, it's Clemson, it's Alabama, it may be a Georgia or Ohio State or Oklahoma, those other teams. But you kind of could pencil in about six or seven teams that could get those four teams. Mm-hmm. You know, the Pac-12 hasn't been relevant in several years. Uh, and I think that that really hurts the brand of, of, you know, college football as a nationwide sport. I mean, right. yeah, sure. if you're a fan. Yeah, it closes it up. Yeah, yeah. say yeah. you're a fan in, you know, Oregon. And Oregon has kind of been on the cusp and still been really good. But, sure. like, if you know that your team or any of those teams that you kind of keep up with aren't going to the playoff, I mean, I don't I don't think – as soon as my team lost, I probably wouldn't keep up with college football that Gosh, much. is that Washington team the only Pac-12 team that's been? So, Maybe? Oregon went – Did they? Because isn't because they beat Florida State if I'm remembering right. Remember when Jameis had the fumble backwards? I'm the wrong person asked. I believe Ohio State beat Oregon in the national championship. Oh. I believe that's right because to get there, uh, Oregon Oregon beat Florida State and beat them down. 2015, so 2014 season. Yeah, 42 to 20. It was bad. Yikes. Yep. You All had, right. and that was that? that was the height of vine because you had Jameis Winston. Like, oh no, Oregon line. beat Florida State fifty nine to twenty. Okay, and then Ohio State beat Oregon forty two to twenty. How bad would that Ohio State Florida State score been? Yeah, that'd been rough. Yeah, uh, but that was a height of vine because you had people making edits of Jameis like slipping on a banana peel, right? The ball going backwards. So. Right. Uh, kind of dating ourselves there, <laughs> kids. If you remember what vine. Oh, no, so Alabama and Ohio State again the semifinal that was the national championship game yeah and they should have just had two anyway yeah. whatever yeah yeah but again but okay so here's the thing so everybody sit tight soapbox time as much as well as much as so as much as whatever our opinion is this is objectively great for Auburn University absolutely so I mean do you do you agree with that a hundred percent right so Justin wrote about it Justin Ferguson and he's right is that you know this is uh, Auburn is a team that. All, the timing of it is all spectacular because, first of all, you have to you're in the state with Alabama. Like, 
let's get you know get over it. You're probably going to be the second best team in your state for for a while. Most years. most years. Most years compared to so the, the yeah. Norm. So the bigger it gets, the more spots there are, the better it is for you because you can try to be better than all 49 other states. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like you know, and I put it on on Twitter again. This is just a Twitter episode. Yes. Yeah. What isn't, though? Let's be honest. What is not a Twitter episode? Uh, this I've, podcast, my mental breakdowns, they're all Twitter episodes. Episodes. Because yeah. I've always, I've put it on, I've said it many times before, you know, when people are like, well, where does Auburn rank as far as programs in college football? And I say they're top tier, like maybe not S tier, but A tier. Yeah. Because, and, and my explanation is, you know, when I was growing up, every 10 years, Auburn had a chance to win the national championship. It had a puncher's chance to win the national championship. In 1983, it could have won the national championship. 1993, it could have won the national championship if circumstances were different and weren't on probation. 2004, could have played UFC, maybe could have won on a good day. You know, maybe, yeah. probably not, but maybe. Yeah. A puncher's chance. Exactly. Once every 10 years, and not many programs can say that. No. Like who, Florida State? I mean, besides the S tier, okay, Ohio State, Alabama, those guys, and then like you know, Florida State, you know, not many. There's not many you can no. pick out. Oregon, I guess now. Yeah, anyway. I'd say that's fair. Sure, but the the A tier, not very big, Georgia. So anyway, those mm-hmm. kind of programs. Yep. So, uh, but now it's you're those kind of A tier programs can get more chances, and like we said, um, you know, it's becoming more. Now you've got 2010, 2013, and 2017 as seasons I would count as had a puncher's chance to win the national championship. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The, so, yeah. And it, I think the, the timing is right. I think it might benefit Auburn better than any school. They've got <laughs> an know? argument. They really do. Besides those, I mean, besides those group of five schools who are going to get those payouts. Yeah. You know, it's hard to argue with millions of dollars that you weren't getting that you're getting now. Mm-hmm. But as far as Power Five teams, Auburn might be, you know, the team that benefits the most. Just because they're in the shadow. Look, I hate, I know you hate hearing it, but just because you're in the shadow of Alabama, it's like, you know, they're going to hold one spot, so more spots, the better for you. Yeah, I mean, the truth is the truth, and this obviously opens up, you know, another road for Auburn to make the playoff. Um, I think you're right, because you look at when the SEC has, has gotten two teams in the four-team playoff, it's been a team from the West and a team from the East. You know what I mean? Right. So, And more times than not, like we've said, yeah, it's going to be Alabama. Vision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. and I'll tell you another guy that this benefits kind of jumping off of the group of five thought is Gus Malzahn. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I can already in my head see the graphic when UCF makes the playoff, you know, as like Gus Malzahn. And, again, this would be to his credit because it would be true. He's mm. like, hey, you know, we made the playoff. We, right. we made it through the playoffs. So, I mean, this opens a door for him. And, you know, I think we've talked about this before, Justin, and you can kind of – uh, piggyback off this, or, or if you disagree, but I think he's really walking into a good situation that he's, you know, inheriting at UCF. Oh, I think so. And now when you got 12 teams that can make the playoff, mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, we knew the group of five never had a chance. I mean, when you saw the domination that um, UCF and some of those teams had and still weren't even, you know, right on the outside of making the playoff, but now it's a, they're they're going to be included. And, mm-hmm. you know, they'll get a chance to at least uh, show out and, and show what they can do against some really good teams. Remember when Cincinnati played Florida? Yes. Yeah, and that was <laughs> when uh, Brian Kelly had left, too. So, it was uh, – didn't... I think that might have been one of Tebow's last games before he graduated because it was uh, – I think it was pretty rough. So. Uh, how much does the money does an NCAA team make from the CFP? 2019-2020, college football playoff distributed over – Four hundred seventy-five million dollars in bowl revenue. Certain conferences in the 
FBS received 2.7 million in aggregate. Uh, well, I have to look at this later, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna get more money if you make it in. So here we go. So whatever year this was, Alabama and Ohio State also earned six million dollars for their respective conferences. So then you probably split that 12 ways. Exactly. But you get that. I mean, that's you know, that's a half a million more dollars for an American athletic conference yeah. team. Yeah, uh, and you, know, you could think, too, coming off of COVID, mm-hmm. I mean, that may help some of these schools keep other athletic programs. For think, sure. think about some of the teams that have been on the verge of cutting sure. teams. So I think it's a big win. I think the biggest question I have going forward is do we see the regular season shrink at all? Sure. You know, because it's been 12 games. Do they decide to cut it to 11? Sure. Maybe get rid of that cupcake game and, and try to add another marquee game because you're still sure. vying for um, one of the 12 spots in the playoff. You know, Maybe. I think it's too early to see, you know, too soon to tell. Right. But but that's something I'd probably keep an eye on going forward. Hey, man, I like the cupcake game. Uh, I like it. I like scheduling smaller programs, giving them a, a little chance to make some money. No but, doubt. Uh, maybe maybe more you know maybe that trickles down there because maybe you know teams can play a couple more cupcakes and still make the playoff yeah. you know uh, there's pros and cons to everything Jordan there's pros and cons to everything in life wow you know what I mean you don't get this kind of information from an unverified Twitter user I tell people especially especially young people please make this episode the verified edition if you're can moving that, can that please be the name yes. of this episode, the verified <laughs> edition the verified podcast if you're moving to a new city and you're scared or whatever it's like well. There's going to be some things that you don't like. Like, it's not going to be as good in some ways, but in other ways, it's going to be better. It's pros and cons. There's always pros and cons. Tell me about moving to Odessa, Justin. So, paint, paint me a picture. Hey, man, there were some great things. Amazing Mexican food, beautiful sunsets. Um, that's about it. But those things... <laughs> they were really good. Were really good. And the rest of it was a desert. Dry heat, dry heat, man. Like, it's tough during the day, but, like, what I tell people is at night, you go outside, and, like, it's like you're at the beach because it's just breezy and light. It's like like a like a beach breeze. Whereas you could walk outside out here, and it's, like, muggy, swamp, mosquito, death. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about it. That, Dry, dry heat, like it's hot, but no, nah, it ain't. It ain't humid. It, it, ain't, it ain't got none on Alabama. It ain't this. No, 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 no. So, uh, any other thoughts on the playoff before we move this baby along? No, I don't think we're good. All right, those are verified thoughts. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty, pretty nice <laughs> little rundown there, Justin. Um, kind of uh, getting ready to close out this episode. We've got several local athletes and, and also Auburn University athletes that are in competition and, and stepping on some big stages. you got Andrew Kozan uh, yep. getting ready for the U.S. Open. That's going to be coming this weekend. Wow. Uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts on, on what he's going to be facing? Like we said last week, this is a quick turnaround. And yeah, man. And going to be playing with the uh, the nation's best, trying to trying to show what he's capable of doing. Yeah, what would you say? It's like, why have you not left yet? Like, yeah. <laughs> he was in Florida, one on a Sunday or a Saturday? Monday. On a Monday. Monday. And it's like, bro, prize rounds going to start out there. So, yeah. Yeah. He had to, he had to get across. And, and where is it? Where is it? Is it in? Uh, it's in San Diego. So he had to go across the country because he's in Florida. Yep. Wow. So, yeah. So he's out there. We'll see. Uh, you know, we'll see if Bryson and uh, Cap could get in a fight. That'd be cool if they that, did. That, you know, it's <laughs> not. It's definitely uh, can't say it's unprecedented after some of the qualifying rounds going The price on. is wrong, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll be there for it. We'll be watching to keep up with Andrew, but I'm also going to keep an eye on Yeah, some, some maybe this. Andrew will be in the background when the video goes on World Star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to be the one that, that makes a TikTok that goes viral. World Star. 
Kids, if you don't know about World Star, don't worry about don't it. Don't look into it. <laughs> uh, so going from golf and uh, now turning the attention uh, to track and field. Track, yeah. Uh, Tri- U.S. trials. Yeah. Coming up, uh, starting on Friday up in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, there's several local athletes who have gone on to other schools who are still in the mix. Uh, mm-hmm. Two I've had a chance to talk to this week, Kylie Carter and Ashley Carter, uh, no relation, as, as funny as that is, uh, both at Auburn University, both javelin throwers. Uh, they're going to the Olympic trials. Um, they got a chance to, to you know, uh, punch a ticket and, and make, you know, a big dream come true. I mean, you think about sure. every – Oh, my gosh. All the hours they put into uh, the sport and, you know, the things they've overcome. I talked to both of them, too, about, you know, coming back after 2021 because for Kylie that was – um, would have been her senior year, and wow. she decided, you know, I'm going to come back another year. Wow. Ashley has, has really leaned on her to kind of learn more uh, about what it takes and, and really perfection her, um, you know, her form and, and the way she competes. And also sure. her, her older brother, uh, Justin, uh, was uh, an, an Auburn athlete as well and also through Javelin, so that's oh, wow. kind of how she got started. So wow. um, got an Auburn high grad there and a Beauregard grad there, and, Dude, and they're we... trying to do something big. So it's it's been really cool to talk to them and kind of share their stories, and they've been in the paper this week, and, and we'll be keeping up with them and seeing if they're able to go to Tokyo. I mean, how crazy would that be? Bro, we love the local names in the OA News. Uh, <laughs> and then also there's SUNY Lee, no relation again. Crazy how that works out. Uh, yeah, so she's got U.S. trials coming up in I think about a week. So, you know, I think most people, you know, friends of the podcast know, but I think most Auburn people kind of don't understand the gravity of, no, this girl's going to the Olympics yeah. for the U.S. team, like, on NBC. Like, it's going to, like, it's Simone and her. Like, anyway. So, uh, anyway, that's going to be fun, but, yeah, hopefully – yeah, I think I think the steam will pick up once she officially punches her ticket. I think people are gonna be pretty excited about it because I mean, like, I don't think they understand. Like, oh no, it's the Fat Five. Like, she's doing the real thing. So, anyway, she's got it. She's got to go to the U.S. Trials, and if she gets top two, which she got top two in the U.S. Championship, she got right behind Simone. If she that's her goal, if she can do that again, she gets an automatic spot. The top two finishers at U.S. Trials get a spot on the on the uh, team, no matter what, and then the rest is filled out by a committee. Uh, she's her resume is probably pretty good for the committee, but she's got you know that's not in her mindset. The goal is to just get one of those automatic spots and not leave it up to chance. So that'll be coming up too, man. We're gonna be busy, but but that's that's Who's, what we're here for. What what is an off season? There is no off season. The Jeez. off season is the season. This is the season. Don't don't break it down. Just just run with it. That sounds good. <laughs> um, to kind of wrap things up, we kind of talked about some of the things we were looking to do this summer. I've got an update. Justin's got an update. I'll oh, yeah. start with mine. Got two tickets to the NASCAR race in July. Hey, brother, let's in go. Atlanta, baby. In Atlanta, dude. Atlanta Motor dude. Speedway. So I think that's like July 11th, July 12th. So. Dude, I'd love to go. Dude, I'm telling you. Come on. You I can ride it. I got a desk that day. Oh, so. you know. The race will be over in plenty of time. You just bring your laptop. I'm sure I'm sure they'll be fine with that. Uh, I'm going to get Justin to a race before it's all said. Oh, we'll go. We'll roll. Um, But excited for that, and that's going to be fun. And uh, Justin, uh, give give us your update. Oh, yeah. So last week we talked about uh, I got to go to a wedding in August. Uh, We got the Airbnb uh, booked up. (laughs) So me and my two roommates, Eric and Jake, uh, and Royals, the other one. We had four of us. Royals, the other one, he's getting married. But the other two of us were like, we get a hotel, and we're just going to get Airbnb. We're just going to roommate it up one more time. 
like the old days. So, you know, I mean, they're having that friends reunion, so I guess yeah, you're you're kind of that's falling us, off man. that. Yeah. Uh, we so I went to Men's Warehouse to get measured or whatever, and uh, the guy was bothering me. He was like, "Sir, there's no, there, sir, there's no shoes on your order. Like, there's I can't, I can't. There's no shoes. It's gonna cost thirty. It's gonna cost you thirty dollars. You gotta let us know. We gotta know in time. We gotta know within two weeks. You need to call the groom. You really need to call the groom to get those shoes. There's no shoes on the order. I got the suit. I got all everything else. And then I call Royal, and Royal's like. Nah, bro. All the groomsmen are going to wear Converse. <laughs> that works. So we're all going to wear Converse. That's it. That's, uh, there we go. That's it. We'll see what, uh, I don't know. I got to see what color I'm supposed to wear or whatever. But yeah, that's the, that's the plan. And he's like, he's like, you get $30 to rent it from Men's Warehouse or get a $40 Converse to keep. So. I mean, that, that kind of adds up. That was the that's... last wedding I was in. We actually bought the suit and I I swear it was just as cheap as renting it. So, I mean, yeah. anything you can get and can keep, keep yeah. do it. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Well, it took me this long to go, enough to go to one wedding, so I might as well, like, you know, if I had more to go to, maybe I'd buy one. But True, true. We'll see. It might be another 20, 30 years until I get it. Who knows? But I know that uh, once you, it, Have you been any one of those groomsmen, like, pictures where you do something goofy or something? They like always, the Converse? They, no, nothing like with the shoes, but they always... Yeah. Uh, the worst thing I'm at is, like, when the photographer is like, you know, act like you're laughing or do something funny, like, spontaneous. I'm like, no. No. Capture, like... <laughs> That's not what like I'm doing. Like, I'm a journalist. I'm not going to fake it. Like, it's going <laughs> to be genuine. We can't do that. If yeah. you want to just follow me around, I'll give you a good photo, but yeah. I'm not just going to... Like, I know there's one of uh, later. my brother-in-law, when uh, they were getting married last October, they asked me to do something, and I think I just, like, stared at him. It was like the, like a little, like I was, like, you know, I was just, like, <laughs> totally disappointed in him or something. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm not I'm not a clown. Yeah. You can't just, like, put a quarter in me, and I'm going to That's know, up to you, man. Funny. I mean, we know photojournalists. you got to get you got to get authentic reactions. you got to just follow us around. It's on so you. We're going to have a good time. All good you got to do is click the, click the camera, and it's going to happen. Well, I'm going to have a good time in Texas. Well, uh, once, uh, for too long, Justin's going to be cutting a rug over there, and uh, I guess that's going to be August. Uh, but until then, we're going to be here locking it down and, and filling you in, and I'll throw out there that this weekend we're going to have our all-area baseball and softball team. Hey, man! So there's going to be stories. Don't miss them! All over the place, Saturday and Sunday. Wherever so. you buy your words, you know, stroll through the Dollar General, Circle K, wherever you got to go. Double Eagle, just go over there and get you a copy. Get, get them because we're gonna Saturday have and Sunday full of uh, photos and full of full of good stuff. I'm excited for it to roll out and exhale because that means there's no more all area teams for till till we get to football season. Can we put like you know how we have our byline in the paper? We should put a little check mark next to it. Oh God, that's we, us. I mean, a blue check mark. That, by Justin, we're Lee. gonna look into that. We're gonna check. get out of here and, and go ask uh, <laughs> circulation and, and see if they're gonna uh, approve that. Maybe, maybe get the design center on it. Yeah, uh, but while that. we go do that, we're gonna finish the podcast. Uh, as always, uh, for Justin, I'm Jordan. Thanks for watching. Until next time, take care. <laughs>